1: We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings?
2: Yeah, Digitex does that.
1: D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 630 chat
0: It's 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer with you on Oilers Now. We're interactive for about 10 to 12 more minutes. Uh, River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline 780 496 and our Heartland Ford text line at 630-630. Royal Pizza, Pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton-owned and operated, 49 years. For menu locations, visit RoyalPizza.ca. Download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stop for recommendation: Mediterranean chicken. Dominic has been waiting for 18 minutes. We got to get him on here before we go to some texts. Dominic, how you doing?
3: Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Uh, hot dogging. I think it's situational because you got to play where a guy's. Celebrating after it's five nothing—that's a big deal. Like that guy gets jumped and you get clobbered in, in any league. And you got a guy who scored a goal—it's a tying goal, three minutes to go. He should celebrate because it's a big goal. Or the GWG in the OT. Other than that, you know. Fair,
0: fair, com- league fair league. comment. Fair comment. I think that's fair. I think if you score an overtime winner, I, you know. Uh, mind you, some have said that I was too critical of... Uh, who was it from Washington? He's a hell of a player, Kuznetsov, last year in the playoffs. He did it against... Can. By the way, he did it against uh, Team North America with Rush. That's the first time I saw him do it. Apparently, he does it for his kids, where he does the the eagle or whatever. I thought it was like the Russian thing, because I got the eagle on the yeah. breast of their... Uh, a
3: story to it. It makes sense, right? Yeah. If he's doing it for his kid and everyone knows about it, then nobody's going to care. But if he's doing it just to be, you know... Interesting on TV, then it's a different thing. But the best yep. part about Kutcher's talk is that nobody wants to fist bump him on his team or if that's him uh, in all those clips they keep showing. But another uh, reason I called in, I was watching the last few Oilers games, and this is the frustration of mine going back the last couple of years. Klevbom seems to be allergic to stopping the puck on the blue line when it comes back to like on uh, on even in the power play or in any sort of off- offensive zone. I, I counted at least four times in then Preds game. Where the puck comes back to him on the wall, on the blue line, on his on his forehead, and it's always hopping over his stick or bouncing through him, like this is killing a lot of uh, offensive chances. Hmm. Just, Gee, well, like,
0: that's an interesting point. I have a theory on that, uh, and my theory is that uh, North American uh, defensemen are better on wraparounds, and that's sort of they have better sticks because they play baseball, at least they used to. And European guys are better with their feet because they play soccer. Do you buy that?
3: Yeah, but if he's good, well, like okay, so bigger ice, so he's got more time. What I'm puck on the wall. He, he
0: doesn't. Ha- he does not have a great. If 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 your point is he doesn't have a great stick, and too many pucks get past him, I I would agree that is a ch- he has to work on that. And in some case, because there's some guys in the league. It's almost impo- – you, you can hammer the puck and they can knock it down and keep the puck in every time. And it's been – it's a little bit of a personal bias, but I think that – just as I think there's some guys that are – like Europeans are better than their feet because of the – a lot of the European players, you know, soccer might have been their primary uh, – Sport at a younger age, and then hockey was their, you know, they played soccer and played hockey. Whereas I think that for, and maybe this is changing because I don't think as many kids are playing baseball now as they used to, you know, 20, 25, 30 years ago. But I think because guys played uh, baseball growing up as kids, they would they, they would have bet- better, uh, better, better, and I, I could be out to lunch, like, but I've always kind of, it's a personal bias. I knew a guy, Dougie McCarthy, who was the world foosball champion. And you couldn't get the puck past him at the point, and he so played. Hand-eye coordination was off the charts, and that's where the baseball comes in. From swinging a bat is the hand-eye coordination, right? And so, and you know, Doug, Doug McCarthy played in the Western Professional League as a forty-year-old and had hundred-point seasons. Guys know who he is in Edmonton. He's still a hell of a player now, and he's got to be fifty-five years of age, fifty-six years of age, so. For what it's worth, Dominic, that's where I'm coming from. I don't disagree with what you're saying. He's got to do a better job of keeping more pucks in.
3: Could be a pitch of his dick, too, right? Like, uh, Yeah, like, uh, know, yeah. Something that he should have addressed a while ago if that's the
0: case. Yeah, he's, you know, that said, I think that him and Larson have played better in the last three games. I still wish they had won up the puck more. Like, I don't like it when they pass back and forth between themselves. I'd like to see that puck north, uh, get, you know. I want the owners to play a more north-south game, all their lines, not just McDavid's line. And sometimes those guys are, uh, the, the, you know, the, the human time delay. Thanks for the call. I want to get a couple more in here. Let's go to uh, Clayton on line number two. Oh, what happened here? There's Clayton.
4: Clayton, how you doing? Good, good. I just wanted to... Uh mostly keep it positive here uh, you know I think the boys played another good game you know against another elite team. They
0: might have played their best like you know what the other lines might have, like okay so Connor got held off the scoreboard you're going against a goalie that's played lights out against you twice and the best defense in the league but the other lines had some real good moments he just didn't score in that game.
4: Yeah there there is one thing that may, maybe you can answer it for me maybe you can't so. It's a bit of a pet peeve of mine, and it goes back to last year, and it's something I've noticed uh, on their power play. Um, like It's 0-0 in, in the second there, about seven minutes left, we get a power play and win the face-off, and um, for some reason, I don't know why this is, but we only have one guy covering the blue line ever on the face-off draw.
1: Cause
0: it's, a we... one... yeah, it's a 1-3-1 formation. Uh, In theory, the offside winger is supposed to be the backside support guy uh, to be the second. I I know exactly what you're saying. It's a fair comment, and I don't 100% have the answer uh, as to why. They lost a lot of draws in that game, though, Clayton. And they lost – I mean, let's face it. They lost the game because the power play lost momentum for them in the game and gave up the shorthanded goal. And it was a a second –
4: they lose that, and then they, you know, all of a sudden they're scrambling, and next yep. thing you know there's the shorty. And, and yeah, well, no, that's <laughs> against fair. That, you know, against that team. that's, that's uh,
0: that. A- well, they're the best team in the league, and the margins are tight, and the Oilers have not found a ways to massage the margins. I'm going to say something else, and people can think it's complete BS, but since Connor McDavid has come to Edmonton, it's been a game-changer. And people say, what are you talking about, Stauffer? They, they Teams play their their number two goalies. That's not the point I'm going to make. I'm here to tell you, teams from... I started doing color in 08. Uh, until McDavid in 2015, there were a lot of nights teams weren't overly enthused to play Edmonton. And it's not that they were intimidated. It's just, that ah, they're just another team. But since Edmonton's got McDavid especially starting in sixteen, seventeen, they know because guys get up to play that guy. And so the Oilers don't get they get they have the attention of opposition teams because Connor's that good. Okay? Yeah. And I think they get a different caliber of game on a nightly basis than they used to as a result, which means they have to be better too. There were a lot of times where, I mean, one year the Oilers scored 17 goals in two home games against the Chicago Blackhawks, right? They, the, the Chicago, the Oilers did not have Chicago's attention that season, <laughs> right? And so, you know, it wasn't that. And if you want to say respect, maybe that's oh, fair. For sure. You know, maybe yeah, the opposition. You, know. you but McDavid could embarrass you as a player. And so they've got that respect, and they're not getting free
1: passes.
4: I and, know one thing for sure. The goalies that are sure keyed in. There's been a lot that have stood yeah. on their hand, head over the last couple of years, that's for sure. Thanks, Clayton. Thanks for the call. Yep.
0: 780 I think, uh, Brendan, you were able to grab uh, some of those Mike Sullivan comments as well as Tom McClellan. We'll get to that in a second. You can text us at 630-630. Um. This text comes from Dave in Short Park. Bob, PK Subban is a goofball, but he's funny, especially coming out as one of the stars the other night in the opposing barn. That takes some balls, too. But he doesn't care. A little hot-dogging sometimes is funny. Let's not forget about the biggest hot dog in history, the Yakupov knee slide with the facebury, which was funny as hell, too. Uh, it just burns sometimes when it's against us homers. Anyway, enjoy the day. Dave adds, the orders played well the other night. They just couldn't bury one. Nashville is darn good. You can text us at 6 30. And Drew from the Hat says, Bob, my favorite celly this season was when Kane scored the title game against the Leafs and gave the same lame celebration that Austin Matthews did to give it back to him. That was great. Cocky celebrations directed at the opposition's crowd or players are terrible. Genuine happy for your teams sellies are just fine, in my opinion. I, I, You know what? I'm probably good with what you said there, Drew. Uh, we are going to get...
2: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
4: To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
0: To the in Oilers history, and then we got some audio to play. Todd McClellan and Mike Sullivan, Pittsburgh Penguins head coach, coming up in Orders Now.
3: This is Oscar Pfleffbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 6:30 Shed.
0: All right, it's one forty eight at Edmonton. Very quickly, uh, what did you have there, Brendan? You wanted to jump in on something? You were just reading on who? Josh Anderson? Yeah, I just took a peek at Josh Anderson, and I didn't realize, because you know, we've been hearing a lot of people calling for uh, for the Oilers to maybe make a move for him. He's playing on the fourth line in Columbus, or at least was for a few games there, and that, to me, for a player of his caliber, that means he's in the doghouse there. I love him. Hard-nosed player, can skate, can back it up a bit. Miles Wood's a bit like that, too. Anderson's a better finisher than Wood. Wood's got a little bit more speed. Let's go to some Todd McClellan comments after the availability today. Uh, we'll start. Cooper Marodi recalled uh, yesterday, was on a line today with Ryan Strom and Milan Lucci. Cheers, Todd McClellan.
1: He's played, again, he's another one that's played well in um, in Bakersfield. He's been a uh, very smart player, intelligent Um, provided offense down at that level, and he's an offensive-type player. Um, You know, we feel he's best down the center ice position. We might play him on the wing when he does get into the lineup. Uh, But, um, you know, some energy right now with some injuries to some of our right-wingers or or wingers. And, um, you know, expect him to be productive as well. Excited.
0: Todd McClellan added these comments on Kevin Gravel.
1: There's a chance he'll get in tomorrow night. He was a very good player for uh, for Bakersfield. He was a calming influence on the blue line. He uh, obviously had some experience. Uh, he's a rangy, rangy D-man that can defend well because of his legs and his reach. And if he gets into the lineup, which is a good chance of that happening, he'll uh, he'll have to bring those attributes. Um, there should be a calmness to him. He's played. Enough in the, in the league with uh, a good defensive team to to uh, calmly fit in and, and produce.
0: You know, you know, and he comes from that L.A. system, and those guys get taught defense. Oilers power play had an 0-4 against Nashville after a pretty good start to the season. Tom McClellan had these comments.
1: And the power play won us three games in a row, in my opinion. They, uh, they stepped up against Nashville. We weren't as sharp. Uh, But I also thought we got impatient and uh, when you look at power play numbers you're not going to score every night, you're not going to score every power play. Highly strung athletes expect that and they want that and they demand it from themselves but we have to do a little bit better job of um, mentally managing the opportunities. And when it didn't go well we we tried to stretch things out, we tried to force things that weren't there and as a result we paid for it. But um, we're learning tough lessons as we go.
0: all right, Evan Bouchard, uh, again, I, I know he went dash two uh, in the, each of the last two games, which just shows you, you know, if it's over a couple games, it doesn't necessarily reflect how a guy plays. Todd
1: McClellan had these comments, and the order now 19-year-old defenseman. What have I thought about Evan Bouchard five games in? I thought he's had some really... Uh uh, strong moments in games where he looks very poised, he makes tremendous passes. Um, he's learning lessons like a lot of 19-year-old defensemen do in the league when they enter. Um, Nick Lidstrom, Drew Doughty, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns were all 19 at the league in the league at one point, And uh, they learn lessons as they go. So uh, some really good stuff, uh, some stuff he needs to work on. But he's getting that information and I can tell you he's a pretty good student. He's... Um, He's energized to work on the things that he needs to, and he continues to evolve.
0: All right, that's Oilers head coach Todd McClellan. Pittsburgh head coach Mike Sullivan spoke in Banff today, and here is uh, his
2: comments. Yeah, it's still early. I I, th- I just think uh, we just got to stay with it and just focus on the process and the details of playing the game the right way and the puck will go in the net for some of these guys.
3: Is there an urge to move one of your, like say, your top-line wingers down to balance it out, or you just
2: want to kind of see what settles, what sticks in the, in the, in the, in the bottom? No, spot? you know, we, we we feel like we have combinations that uh, we think can have success. We, we've already moved different players around a little bit uh, to try to create, uh, you know, a, a little bit of a different look to see if we can't spark something, but, um, you know, I thought the game in Toronto was a big step in the right direction from our standpoint. We just got to build off of that.
1: Mike, I know you're busy coaching a hockey game, but when players like Sid and McDavid are going head-to-head, is there a part
0: of you, just a a hockey fan inside of you, that can kind of step back a little bit and just appreciate what it's like to have two
2: guys like that on the ice together? Well, I think we're very fortunate to have the athletes that we have in our league. I think, uh, you know, Sid has been so good for so long and, uh, you know, he, he just is, in, in my mind, the best 200-foot player in the game. And, uh, you know, there's a there's a reason why the, the Penguins have had the success that they've had and have won the Stanley Cups that they've won when, when Sid's been here and he's been such a big reason for it. Uh, you know, the, this next generation of young players are very exciting players to watch. They're very good players in their own right. Uh, you know, McDavid being one of them, Austin Matthews being another. There's there's a handful of them across the league. So, as just a pure hockey fan, I think it's exciting to have uh, the type of athletes that that we have uh, with our our whole league. I, I think that's what makes hockey as exciting as it is in this particular time. Um, you know, in the history of the game. So there, there's a lot there's a lot of real good players from different generations and. Uh, and that's a lot of fun when you're, when you're a hockey fan. So I think when, from my standpoint, when you're coaching, you're more focused on your team and your guys and, and trying to get the most out of your team to give, to give you know, yourselves the best chance to be successful. So that's where my frame of mind has been at. Well, he
0: backed his guy, which you expect. And he mentioned Austin Matthews because the Penguins' last game, they shut the Maple Leafs out and then went off to Banff. And uh, making a trek literally as we speak right now, flying into Edmonton to take on the orders tomorrow night. Uh, let's go to List Day and Orders History. It's brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter group package, vacation style, with New West Travel and receive free parking at the Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for all your vacations. Back on this date. What is this date, by the way? What is it today? Is it October what? 21st? 22nd. 22nd. All right. October 22nd, 1980. What do you got? Dave Semenko, the late Dave Semenko, scores twice as the Oilers beat the Calgary Flames 5-3. It was the first ever installment of the Battle of Alberta between the two teams. And Calgary actually currently leads the all-time series with 127 wins, 118 losses, and 18 ties. Sorry, Brendan, you're wrong. Oh. The Oilers lead the series 5-1. How, <laughs> sp- how do you spell <laughs> dynasty in Calgary? Oh. N E. Just kidding. Kind of. Sort of. <laughs> you can text us at 6 30, 6 30. Ah, oh, the voice from the past. The Chisler down in Vegas. Bob, this text comes 21 minutes from the Vegas Strip. Won't go down the negative route. We'll definitely be patient with you, Bob. Great game Saturday night for the orders minus the two minute window. It's more than just Connor, though, for the owners. Always love Banff and Sullivan. Like, Bob, what's going on with the Eskimos? By the way, I've hated their fight song forever. Or do you have the best gig? When are you taking over the Stony Plain Eagles? Could be electric. Not fastidious. Hate the self-absorbed Suban antics. Somebody kick the snot out of them for me, please. That one comes to us from the Chisler, a.k.a. the voice from the past. Well, that's easier said than done. Actually, did he did he not injure Marchand? I think he did once get Marchand with a huge hit uh, back in the day. Tomorrow it is Stoffer Inspector presented by Horse Racing Alberta, featuring live standardbred racing at Northlands Park every Friday and, uh, evening and Saturday afternoon. We'll also have Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Tonight's Yaskimos Coaches Show, I do believe, inside sports with Reed Wilkins. I think Morley's got. Uh, Eskimo head coach Jason Moss. Or do they have a bye week? I'm, it is a bye week, it's, so maybe a, not. Maybe not. Okay. Shouldn't be that presumptuous. Up next, the news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 630 chat afternoon news with Jalen I and Andrew Gross. So long, everybody.
1: Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.